Good morning. It is Saturday, October the 21st in the year of our Lord, 2023. I'm John David Walt, and this is your wake-up call. And you know what it means when it's Saturday, it's time for Holy Spirit Story. This one is entitled, Wrecked by the Reckless Love of God. Our text, as always on Saturdays, Acts chapter 1, verse 8. Hear now the word of the Lord. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you, and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and in all Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The word of the Lord. Now consider this. Today's story is from Marin Kurek. Marin is on the farm team. She's on the seedbed staff, serving as an editor for Seedbed. I was delighted to see her Holy Spirit story show up in my inbox. She shares a very vulnerable word, and many will identify with it. It is a story about the lasting impacts of trauma. It is yet another story revealing to us how the love of God is actually the power of God. Below, if you're reading, you'll read the story in Marin's own words, and of course you who are listening will hear it in Marin's own voice. I've never had anything truly traumatic happen to me. In fact, many times I've wondered how I would hold up if something did, how my faith would hold up. This past year has been hands down the hardest year of my life. In addition to having challenging financial hardships, on March 27th of this year, the unthinkable happened. My two sons were present on the day of the shooting at the Covenant School in Nashville. My story is not about that day, but about the lingering effects of trauma that I have attempted to unravel since then. Though both my children were not harmed that day, it has been surprising to me how it has affected every area of my life. Last month, it was six months to the day that the shooting occurred. We had some family friends who had just undergone their own personal trauma coming into town. And I thought, I know they're going to need a place to come rejuvenate and feel loved on. And right now I have nothing to give. My bucket is empty. It dawned on me that I'd been hiding these past six months. I felt truly vulnerable, like a raw nerve. What I thought was sacred and safe felt threatened. My ground felt shaky underneath my feet. And the worst part was that I had the realization that I've been hiding from God as well. I wasn't angry at him. I hadn't lost my faith, but I didn't want to be vulnerable or open myself up, even to God. I went for a walk that morning and asked God, what do you want to say to me? I didn't feel or hear anything on my walk, so I went home to begin work. I put worship music on in the background as I began doing my editing, and the song Reckless Love by Corey Asbury came on. The lyrics talk about how God has been so, so good to us. The chorus says, Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. It was like an avalanche of realization came over me, and I cried racking sobs. I had mistakenly thought that when I asked God to tell me what He wanted to say to me, that it was going to be along the lines of how I had been tested and I had failed. I hadn't come to Him as I should. But what He told me was this, simple yet so profound. I see you, and I love you. Maybe I had forgotten that He loved me in the middle of so much pain. I felt like a child, a little girl, that he just wanted to love on. 
Sometimes we forget how big and overwhelming and never-ending that love is. Sometimes there is no answer to our deepest pains. Sometimes we just need to sit in His love. The Prayer Abba Father, thank you for this powerful reminder of the depths of your love for us. Would you personalize this for us, even me? In being reminded of the tragic day at the Covenant School in Nashville, we're moved to pray for all those students and staff and their families. Heal them of this horrifying trauma and restore them to the joy of your salvation. Thank you for Marin and the witness she bears to you and the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. Bring us into this bedrock reality today. Grace us to simply sit in this love today and make us beacons and spacious places of this same love for others. We're praying in Jesus' name. Amen. And the question today, when was the last time you experienced this kind of, quote, I see you and I love you, attentive love of God for you? Who might it become a spacious refuge for today of the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God? I should say, who might you become a spacious refuge for such love? And today we sing on Saturday our Saturday song, Sanctuary. We'll sing it through twice. Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy. Right and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. And Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary. Pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Amen. Well, gang, Sowers is Saturday. Saturday is a a different day for most of us. We're maybe at football games. You know, today I am at a college football game. I I was invited with a with an old friend to go to the Arkansas Razorback football game in Fayetteville, Arkansas. We're playing Mississippi State. My gosh, 
after I said yes, I remembered they're going to be bringing those dreaded cowbells. <laughs> and I'm hoping, I'm hoping not to be sitting in the midst of a group of those. They're so loud. Those fans are something else. But hey, they can't touch Razorback fans. And I know I'm getting into dangerous territory on college football Saturday by taking a team. But you know, the Razorbacks, that's my historic, historic loyalty. That's my alma mater. That's my team, and we're having a bit of a rough year. It could get rougher. So, yeah, that's where I am today. And you can bet I'll see that stadium, all those tailgates, I'll see that as my field today to sow for a great awakening. I have no idea who or how or exactly what, but that's how I'm going to be showing up today in Fayetteville, Arkansas. So you think about where you're going to be today. You'll be in maybe watching a game in someone's home or at your house or who knows, you might be raking leaves for somebody today who needs their leaves raked and they're all, all manner of sowing seed. But let's get to it. I want to remind you once again to Put on your calendar to meet. To meet, We're having a little time together this coming Monday night. You know, it's not going to be a wake-up call time. It's going to be a fellowship time. I'm going to answer any questions that you all have. Of course, you can have wake-up call questions, but anything. I'm going to be sharing. We'll share some stories, maybe have a testimony. We'll sing a hymn. It'll be an hour of fellowship, wake-up call, fellowship, community, Monday night at 7 o'clock Central Time, 8 Eastern. You can get the link in the email today. And, yeah, I hope to see you there. I'll be bringing Lucy, so maybe the first time for many of you to meet the mysteriously barking dog in the background of the wake up call. I think I'll tell you the story of Lucy. It is an unbelievable story <laughs> how she came to be our dog. I'll tell that story if you'll remind me, but can't wait to be there with you. And uh, I'd love your prayers for Sunday. I'll be preaching here in Gillette. I'm teaching the confirmation class every Sunday now, and we're actually having a blessing of the pets on Sunday afternoon, something I've never done before, but they do here, so i got to figure out how you do that. And I appreciate your prayers. It's going to be a busy weekend, a busy weekend of sowing for a great awakening. I'll see you out there on the field. For the awakening, J.D. Walt. We hope that today's entry challenged and encouraged you. And thanks for listening to The Wake Up Call, powered by Seedbed. Be sure to share this with a friend. Leave us a rating and subscribe wherever you prefer to listen to podcasts. Find out more and join the movement by visiting our website at seedbed.com slash wakeupcall.